I'm Nash Moore, and this is the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. You can find this podcast as well as many others at our website, ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, or anywhere podcasts are found. Follow our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Reddit for information on upcoming episodes and events. I'm joined today with Ramesh, host of the Shape the Future of Work podcast. Be sure to check out their website, semcostyle.in, and they'll have time for their social plugs. But first, Ramesh, I wanted to know a little bit about yourself and sort of your relationship with the Semco Style Institute and really what you guys are all about. Okay. So after about uh, 30 years in the IT services industry, uh, you know, in India, IT services are, are very big. Certainly. Uh, I quit, uh, you know, I quit to uh, start my own consulting firm, helping people sell better and lead better. Uh, at the same time, I had been influenced by Ricardo Semler's book, The Maverick, uh, where he talks, he chronicles actually his uh, experiments on a company that he inherited from his father in a rather very heavily unionized uh, Brazilian economy. And how he realized that, uh, you know, uh, why are people who are coming to work not treated as adults? You know, they make very important decisions uh, in their lives. So whom to marry, when to get children, you know, where to live, where to work. But the moment they come into an organization, they have to do uh, pretty much everything by the book, by the rules, without too much of, uh, you know, self-management. Uh, and so he said, let's start treating people like adults, and let's see where it goes. And it's a wonderful book uh, uh, for people to read. And to cut, cut uh, uh, a long story short, uh, a couple of Dutch uh, researchers and a couple of management experts uh, got wind of this. And they, they along with the Ricardo Semler, uh, have put up this uh, framework which they call a semco style uh, which is all about uh, making work more human and put the emphasis of human in human resources and not the emphasis on resources oh, okay. in human resource okay uh, so it's, it's basically a, a more effective way to achieve uh, sustained excellence uh, so th that's an institute and we started the india branch uh, uh, a while ago, about uh, say two years now, and we've had a few clients. And uh, I joined about a year back in this institute as also a, a, as an associate partner, and I've been doing these podcasts uh, for for a while now to popularize this uh, Semco style. Oh, that's We're very working. That's very interesting. Um, so it is an international company. I assume from what you just said, uh, do you know all the locations or uh, countries that you're involved with? Uh, the list is probably long listening to your show. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, obviously Netherlands is the headquarters uh, and then there's a branch in the U S there's obviously Brazil. Uh, we're there in India. Uh, there's one in uh, Australia, which has been recently started. So we've got about nine countries now. And we are growing as the movement grows. Uh, so 
it's it's more about showing different it's not that we have something extremely new and extremely you know uh, enormously uh, path breaking here it's about uh, using a lot more of common sense and allowing people within the company to use their common sense a lot more oh certainly uh, i i i'll give you an example i mean uh, one of the companies i worked for uh when we had to send people abroad say to the us or something we need to apply for visas and when people in my line organization had to apply for visas i had to not only approve that that employee's visa i had to approve his wife's visa okay so i said you know what am i approving am i approving that they are married <laughs> right yeah <laughs> 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 so so and then they you know rules keep getting tagged on mindlessly mm -hmm. and so i just gave you an example of that so that's the whole idea is to introduce a lot of common sense in, into uh, handling people and letting people do stuff rather than getting bogged down in rules oh, okay that's totally understandable and i guess that sort of speaks also to sort of the name of your podcast shape the future of work um so how yeah. did you come up with that name um was it or are you a big involvement in that or was it sort of a company decision uh, I, it was a company decision i had nothing to uh, do with it we had a different name at first uh, which was shorter but unfortunately it was already taken so uh, you know we didn't want any copyright issues so which is why we kind of decided on this name and the name is fundamentally because i think uh, uh, the world was moving uh, there was increasing realization uh, that mastery autonomy and purpose uh, drive workplace behaviors and employees much more than any uh, carrot and stick program that these uh, companies uh, traditionally have used uh, for the last i don't know Four hundred years, <laughs> uh, and so uh, people have sensed that shift. Uh, and with the, the 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 pandemic has only accelerated it in terms of uh, you know remote working and hybrid working styles. I mean, the guy he's on Zoom as one of my podcast guests said, uh, you know, uh, I'm managing an employee and he's on Zoom, but he's muted himself. And he's also closed out his screen. He's not on video. I don't know whether he's working or he's walking the dog. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and so what happens in that? So how do you manage people in that? You, you can't use traditional carrots and sticks, which is about, you know, when did you punch in? When did you, uh, yeah. you know, swipe in, swipe out, uh, time on floor analysis. There, there was even software around to see how much time the guy sits on the computer and is staring at his screen <laughs> and that translating to work i mean there's software for it yeah uh, seriously I, I know of a company which uses it and they call it uh, tofa which means time on floor analysis oh okay so this plus the screen thing uh, you know it's it's uh, measuring those kind of things really uh, has been thrown out of the window and therefore the way we are uh, 
kind of uh, uh, advocating that the style of management that we are advocating where you have fewer middle managers uh, uh, people uh, manage their own uh, work uh, manage their own times as long as it's it's within a, a reasonable limit uh, in the maverick uh, the company's uh, semco pumps actually the workers started uh, determining a portion of their own salaries oh wow yeah and 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 so i mean another very interesting thing he chronicles is the kind of uh, uh, friendliness uh, uh, that they had i mean they could choose their uniforms they could choose the color of the paint yeah or you know of the walls uh, they, they they could choose the timings and uh, uh, you know they could choose and there was one point in time where these guys the workers uh, were delayed because of some other factor extraneous factor in their production quota mm -hmm. so he he talks about how they all punched out because when they go they punched out uh, uh, of the out of the workshop and then all of them trooped back in to meet the quota Oh wow! So that they don't they don't get paid over time. So you know that that kind of honor system that comes in because you trust employees is is just amazing. Yeah, and it's definitely it definitely seems like there is an immediate benefit to it, especially because those first factors you mentioned might seem sort of small to people, but for those that are punching in every day, yes, they're definitely a growing sort of realization, and so giving them more control that definitely seems to make more sense. Um, also, that you guys are sort of focused on sort of creating these new ideas and giving sort of more power to the employers. I think that speaks a lot to podcasting itself, just because it is a very unique type of advertising for a company. Uh, I commend you guys for doing it because I think it's very smart. You reach an entirely different audience. And so I guess Thank I want to know what sort of your first experience uh, podcasting was like um, for the shape the future of work. Okay, so uh, I didn't know, you know, podcasting at all, <laughs> except that, except that I was uh, thanks to a book that I authored. Uh, I've been a guest in a few podcasts, but I mm -hmm. didn't know the production side of it at all. Um, and then came Zoom, <laughs> <laughs> right? And so natural hand in hand. Yes, and you know. It became easy recording, and uh, this pandemic. One thing it's made is that it's made people more accessible. Okay, and it's saved because you could access anyone anywhere. Like uh, right you know, now, Nash, you're talking to me. I'm in <laughs> Bangalore, India, and we are having it over the net. Yeah. <laughs> so access is easy, uh, and uh, and because of the pandemic, I think people have become a little more generous with their time as well so which is why i was able to get one of the top uh, uh, social media influences uh, a, a person named abhijit baduri uh, for my podcast i could get uh, a chairman of a publicly listed company uh, another executive director of uh, of tatas which is one of the largest business groups in india so I knew them before, but, you know, getting their time, getting them to sit and do the recordings, uh, it's all happened, uh, I think, because of the podcast. But 
uh, yes, I didn't know anything about it uh, <laughs> at first. And uh, so my first one, uh, thankfully, the person I was interviewing uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, we, we, we used to play golf together. And so he, he kind of coached me into being a good interviewer. <laughs> Right. So that's, uh, that's one part. I, uh, of course, I, uh, um, thanks to my background and my, uh, you know, experience, uh, I asked the right questions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that's, that's a bit of a gift that I have. And so that part of it was easy. Uh, getting the people was easy. Uh, recording and putting it out the first time was the difficult part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little bit of a learning curve with Anchor uh, and Audacity. So those are the two tools I use. Mm-hmm. And from a hardware perspective, I I got myself a mic so that I sound a little better. And also one of those little, you know, wind protection. Oh, yeah. Panels. Pop filter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Filters. So... I don't know what to call them. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely, um, you bring up a good point just because podcasting has so many aspects to it. You're almost required to be a jack of all trades um, when you start off. Um, so your show, is there a regular format to when you release episodes for those listening now, like um, the schedule that they can anticipate if they want to check you out? Yes. So we've already released five of them. So we are releasing once every two weeks. Okay. So the next one is uh, slated for uh, the 15th of December. Okay. Excellent. So if they want to check that out, they can. That's excellent. And uh, moving forward, um, do you see the show changing that schedule at all um you think it's going to like sort of increase in releases or decrease okay the idea was that we will do uh about 13 per year okay and do it once in two weeks so that it covers about six months and then probably reuse them play them and we also wanted to use other forms like webinars we have other forums as well so uh, you know, we have what are called the uh, Cosmic Fridays, which is about, which is the community of self-managed and innovative companies. So mm-hmm. it's a voluntary group of people we all meet. So there are, and we also have webinars on, you know, each of these principles of Semco, like trust and self-management and creative innovation. Uh, so each topic we bring them as well. So we thought this would be a good uh half a year coverage uh, and then between every two weeks every other alternate week we have the webinars oh okay uh, and short so it's it's part of an overall strategy to reach as wide an audience as possible uh, and the podcast itself is one part of it uh, which is to reach to people who uh, who prefer the uh, the audio medium only. We only do audio podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't do the video. So, and Zoom makes it so easy because you just record, and as soon as you finish the session, mm-hmm. it it records the audio file separately and the audio plus video separately. And it's right there for you. It 
It's right there for you. And I take it to Audacity. Uh, uh, cut out all the ahs and oohs, uh, particularly from me, because I have a tendency to be, uh, you know, inspired by o- Obama. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I, I do uh, um, use a lot of gaps in my speech. So all of that goes. So I, I really sound much better edited. <laughs> and I wish there was a real-time editor that does it for me while I'm speaking. Like, in, you know, the Star Treks where the real-time translator translates <laughs> English into English. <laughs> I, I certainly agree with the editing side. I think that can be said for everybody, no matter how good of a talker you are. Uh, but you did talk about sort of reaching a wider audience. And I want to know if there's any other sort of uh, social media usage you have or things yes. like the webinar that you haven't mentioned yet. Yeah, we do the uh, we do almost all the announcements on LinkedIn. And, I, you know, we also know in LinkedIn, the first hour of engagement is critical. So we, you know, try to promote it. And we also uh, ask the guests to promote it on LinkedIn. And we use LinkedIn as the platform because that's the professional. Mm-hmm. That's where all the professionals go, and our uh, uh, our audience is uh, the leadership uh, and people who want to make their companies better. You know, HR uh, or, or organization design people and senior leaders. So they're all on LinkedIn, and so we tend to. Uh, heavily focus on getting it spread through LinkedIn. And yeah, that, that professional aspect certainly makes a lot of sense um, with the material that yeah. you cover. Um, but going back to a previous point, uh, that jack of all trades thing is, is there anybody else on your podcast team um, and how do they contribute to it? Cause I know you have a co-host. Yeah, there is a co-host. She is, she is a, uh, been for a very long time in the HR function. She was a CHRO of a multinational. Uh, her name is Harini Srinivasan. And she is, uh, she is also, uh, uh, you know, into neurological, uh, behavioral scientist. And <laughs> therefore, uh, she also brings in a lot of those aspects, particularly in the question formulation and other things. And most of the time, she does the recording mm-hmm. uh, on of the podcast and uh, so we alternate asking questions we decide on the questions up front and both of uh, us contribute and check and f- figure it out mm-hmm. and then she sends the raw audio files over to me and then i do my editing uh, the editing part uh, is done by me and the and the record and the publishing uh, i do it Oh, excellent. Excellent. Um, so now talking a little bit more specifically about your show, um, I know you've only got a few episodes, but right now the episodes that you have or that you plan to have, do you have a favorite that you just really enjoyed that sort of stood out for the rest? It'd be a good example for people listening now to check out so they can get a feel for your show. Okay. Uh, I think um, the one with Abhijit Badri, uh, I did mention him earlier. He has written a book called Dreamers and Unicorns. And so we discussed that book in the podcast. Oh, certainly. Yeah, I uh, think I checked that episode out. It really was an interesting one. Yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, as I said, he's uh, a very, very 
uh, I think Forbes cost, uh, called him uh, an interesting globalist. Uh, uh, another uh, agency called him one of the top 10 HR influencers in India. He's got almost a million followers on Twitter and LinkedIn. Oh, wow. So, and he's a professional. So, you know, he's not a politician <laughs> or an actor <laughs> or a star <laughs> or a sports star. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so he's built that bit, bit by bit. And so he is, he was, his uh, thing was amazing. The other one that was very good was the, the one with, one of my ex-colleagues, actually, his name is Dr. Bala Ramadurai. Uh, he researched on systematic innovation. Mm -hmm. uh, sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> but, uh, but systematic innovation, there's a method called TRIZ, which is a short form for a very long Russian name, uh, developed by somebody who, uh, in communist Russia, Soviet Union, sent a letter to Stalin saying you could do better. <laughs> and so he was he was jailed for it in one <laughs> of the gulags in Siberia. Certainly a risky message to send. Yes. Where he came across a lot of scientists and, you know, innovators and uh, basically people who thought differently and did something useful before they were sent there. And he found a pattern of uh, thinking and a pattern by which they solved problems they they learn things and uh, you know generally asked questions so uh, di a different set of questions to innovate uh, and so he formed uh, it into a formal method which continuously asks questions uh, and then try comes up with solutions uh, uh, and Chris is used uh, pretty extensively by companies uh, not just for being innovative, but also uh, creating patents around it or, oh, wow. and for defending patents. Hmm. So, so it was a very interesting talk uh, that oh, we had right. because so that was a, another one which was really good. I mean, I love all the episodes, <laughs> uh, but these two, uh, these two were the ones. Uh, the challenge with the, uh, both of these episodes was that there was so much content, but oh, I yeah. always want to keep, we want to keep it under 28 minutes. Okay. So I, editing was, was the challenge and reducing it without losing the essence uh, was a challenge. I think that is a really important point too, is having that show structure, that time that you want your listeners to be familiar with. Um, another thing I wanted to ask was when you were, you and your team were sort of developing the shows. What were things that you wanted to have in it that absolutely had to be in each episode, like guests or structure? What were those other focus points that were necessary? Okay. So obviously the first was the introduction. So we, we have a common introduction where I introduce myself and Harini mm -hmm. introduces herself. So that's the common and the common conclusion which includes, you know, stuff in the show notes and all of that, where to access the website, uh, where to access uh, Ricardo Semler's TED Talks and things like that. Mm -hmm. So those were the, uh, so the beginning and the end were kind of frozen. Uh, then the structure was that we will ask five to six questions and it will be a question and answer where 
uh, after the after the specific introduction of the guest, which is probably about a minute long, uh, we straight away get into questions which we've discussed with the guest earlier and agreed to. All right. And so it, it becomes a question and answer, just like what we're having now, which is, yeah. you know, you, you're taking some, some questions, which, which are part of the question set that you already shared with me so mm -hmm. that I could also be prepared. And, and sometimes uh, there have been times when I've said, no, this answer is too long or it's not very thing. So could we please do a re-recording? So what we do is we record every question. It's not a continuous recording like what we have now. Uh, it also helps me edit better. Uh, so we, we stop the recording after every question, uh, basically because uh, sometimes the network is not very reliable and uh, so you have uh, a lot of noise, a lot of, uh, you know, the dragging metallic mm -hmm. sound that comes and all of that. So, so it helps to do a question by question, question, response, question, response, uh, and then stitch it together. Oh, wow. That, that is a very useful tip. I don't think we've heard yet. Um, definitely focuses on the quality that you can end up release having especially with that time slot you're looking for. Um, are there any? And, uh, oh, sorry. You keep keep going. Feel free. So, and Anchor, both Audacity and Anchor let you stitch them together. Mm -hmm. And Anchor even gives you the uh, option of uh, introducing music uh, or transition music uh, if you want to, you know, kind of... Uh, segue into a break for example mm -hmm. i mean if your podcast is so popular if only wishes were horses <laughs> uh, that you know that you know you've got microsoft and uh, you know google advertising on it and you're making raking in the moolah so so this helps so so you could say that you know my uh, optimism is rather very you know, rosy. <laughs> and it certainly should be because your show is very well structured. But um, unfortunately, I hate to bring up the topic, but I have to. Are there any challenges that you still have today um, that you're still sort of working around? Uh, I, I think making it more popular is uh, one of the things we're all working on. The whole team is working on by spreading it. Uh, uh, second is... Uh, keeping uh, the flow of great guests uh, continuously. So, you know, you only have, as a has-been IT professional, you only have so much of a network that you could kind of network plus one that you could kind of invite. So you need people uh, so that you get the good ones, the, the, the good guests coming in. So far, we've had fantastic guests, and sustaining it would be a challenge. No, certainly. I think that's a pretty common issue. Um, and obviously, becoming better at it, uh, you know, there is, uh, I still believe that there's a lot of room for improvement. Uh, you know, uh, I come across very tentative sometimes. Uh, and uh, so, you know, the questions in some cases could be better. Uh, it could be a little more free-flowing. I mean, the, uh, for example, uh, I really envy the way you're doing it, you know, so <laughs> so easily and, 
and you've made me feel at ease but sometimes because i am tense the guest starts becoming tense as well or or starts becoming stiffer and more formal and that detracts from uh, you know an easy listen uh, for people i will say it certainly has to do also with the guests that you have uh, that you just sort of mentioned there uh, you, you seem very open to the questions you know what you're talking about so this makes my job a lot easier than sometimes it has been <laughs> so definitely it's a two-way street for that um but sort of wrapping it up here with this final question um your show who are you targeting for it or who do you think would benefit the most from your content just because i know you brought it up a little bit and i really think that's something important to get out there Absolutely. Uh, it's primarily directed at senior leaders who are grappling with the problems uh, of a command and control structure, uh, which definitely needs to change mm -hmm. and is changing. And companies with a, uh, with a more uh, loser structure are really, really starting to you know, gain ground over this. It's, I mean, if you go back uh, 200, 250 years, the shift in democracy, what it did, uh, you know, to liberal democracy, what it did to economies. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's pretty much the parallel of that. Uh, a shift to a more uh, people-focused, uh, self-managed, self-governing kind of corporate structures would also give the same benefit and the same amount of you know extended prosperity that we've been having because of liberal democracies i i see a clear parallel mm -hmm. uh, between the two and so how do you bring the learnings of how we have organized ourselves as countries as nation states uh, how can we bring that into corporate structures where it's no longer command and control but uh, be more entrepreneurial. Uh, let the employees uh, become the businessmen uh, internally, as uh, they say, entrepreneurship, and let them decide how well they align with uh, the customers' uh, needs and how how well they innovate. Give them the freedom to fail, uh, psychological safety, all those things. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty much parallel to the liberal uh, the experiment of liberal democracies. Definitely. That, that's, I'm sorry. So the leaders, obviously, for doing this, require a framework, mm -hmm. a clear path, an off ramp, because they don't want to be, uh, you know, what we call as change burden. I mean, it shouldn't be that basically they're sticking their necks out for this kind of a change to happen. So we call it brave leadership. So senior leaders looking to change companies, making them far more effective in the new economy, in the new paradigm that's coming after the after hopefully all of us get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's primarily our audience. And to show them basically that there is a better way of doing business uh, and there's a better way of managing your people. Mm -hmm. especially in a country like India, because India has had very strong feudal roots. And we also have a very strong colonial hangover, which mm -hmm. is why I'm speaking to you in English. 
<laughs> That's right. why I'm speaking to you in English too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and therefore, uh, with that kind of uh, hierarchy led thing fairly entrenched in our country, it's doubly important that we spread the message in India uh, so that we have companies which are far more innovative, far more successful and have far better work, uh, you know, uh, far more number of people fulfilling their potentials. Uh, and that, and that's, that's how we make a country better, make mm-hmm. a society better. That's, that's what we want to do. It certainly is a relevant point and even more so now just with the backdrop of the pandemic going on in everybody's life. Um, I really want to thank you for coming on this show, giving us sort of your insights into it. You brought up a lot of good points I don't think we've heard yet. And for those listening today, uh, please be sure to check out our guest show, Shape the Future of Work, uh, on their website, which is semcostyle.en. Uh, check out I our am. website, in.in. Sorry. <laughs> semcostyle.in. Can't mess that up. Uh, <laughs> be sure to check out our own website for the latest episodes of this show. Um, if you are listening and interested in being on the show, email us at info at APSproduction.com or reach out to any of our social media accounts. I'm Nash Moore reminding you that your podcast is always as good as you make it.